the nick episode is here alex's brother comes back to bless us with his music takes this episode and it was it was amazing (laughs) this time around it's a full music show but we touched on a ton of different topics within that and there were a lot of laughs to be had without further ado episode 60 of the transition welcome to the transition episode 60 alex kaprinsky and demetria williams back in the studio once again but we have a third on this episode none other than nick prinsky <laughs> we, we've been saying that we wanted to get him back for a while uh we have a very important topic to discuss today we're not going to make this a super long episode uh because we had some technical difficulties and um alex and nick are currently sharing one microphone and sharing a pair of headphones i mean that's how dedicated they are to the transition so we we, we got to give it up for them uh, but before we dive into the topic uh, for for this episode, we're we're gonna do as we always do: do a little do a little roundup, see how Alex's week was, and then also see how Nick's week was, being a fresh graduate, fresh out, some may say, of undergrad. Um, but but we can save Nick for 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 a second. Alex, if you wanna if you wanna give us a status update on how your how your week was, sir. Yo, my week was going so well until we had to use one headphone. <laughs> You guys need to see Alex and Nick right now. Alex is literally holding the headphone up to his ear, like one of those and like NPR correspondents, like in the field of like Baghdad or somewhere. Like, what are you saying, John? Like, can you yeah. can you say again? Oh my goodness, this is dedication. But yeah, now was good though. Happy Memorial Day to everybody. Happy Memorial Day, because this is gonna this is gonna drop like maybe a day or two after Memorial Day. Um, I'm sorry that uh, I, I'm sorry that it had to be this way, gentlemen. But um, sometimes you gotta sometimes you gotta take those risks. This reminds me of those days back when we first started the transition, Brother when me and Alex days. were on one microphone yeah. and we would just like like hold it here in the middle of us and just talk to it. It was yeah. uh, it was it was quite a time. But um, I don't want to reminisce too much. Nick, how was how was your week? How you feeling, man? Congratulations on the graduation, by the way. This is the first time I've told you that, but um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I am I am fresh out of st joe's yeah feels weird feels good though um bittersweet but here we are nonetheless i didn't do anything this week if you if you must know (laughs) (laughs) if you must know (laughs) i like that taking taking some time off taking some um some well-deserved r and how did the how did the last year i don't want to get too you know academic but how did how did the last semester go for you did you achieve all your academic goals did you graduate with dean's list did you you know get all your your stuff that you wanted to get um yeah it went really well i like this past year i know everyone everyone sort of has been like this has been must have been terrible this must have been this has been great this has been a great year and under under really? like with with everyone that has uh, like obviously suffered i'd empathize with and i'm very privileged to it was have it was great, great for year. me it's great for me <laughs> um which is a very selfish thing to say that's um, all right but acknowledging everyone else's yes. trauma and um, you know awful suffering, I was lucky enough to not have that and have had a personally pretty phenomenal year. All right. Really? Um, okay. Yeah, it's been great. It's been a great. This has been the best year of of college for me. I think I've really enjoyed it. How did How did you manage that? We just did. We did as we would have, except just in COVID, and we with with masks with you know socially distant stuff we went out and did we didn't let things stop us from doing stuff 
Um, Maybe the ad- the adversity and the, 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 the kind of creativity you guys had to uh, put into this year maybe made it the best one, you think? Yeah. Yeah, we, we had to to discover fun things to do. Um, and that's sort of what we did. And this sounds all very, very ignorant of me to say, but it's coming from like a <laughs> nice preface. I guess I guess it's coming from a, a little asterisk. Yeah. yeah, I guess that's why I tried to, to make it seem like I'm. I don't know. I, f- I feel like I sound like an asshole right now. But <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, once once you listen to it back, you're probably going to say that, but that's okay. I get. I mean, I at least get what you're trying to say. That you know, it was it was a good year. I mean, it's, it's no shame in having like a positive last year of college uh, rather than sitting in like sorrow. You know, um, so that's that's good to hear, though. Would you say, Alex? More. <laughs> Shiesty. No, I agree. Um, even it's it, and it's funny that um, you had a you had such a, a a positive experience for your senior year because I wanted actually no senior year was was pretty good college wise but I'm not even sure I'm not sure if I would rate it as my best year um, and I was not even in COVID I was I got out I I slipped right through the cracks of of COVID thankfully um, I got out in time but um, yeah I mean different different experiences from from uh, uh, from different people so but like i said it's good to hear that your last year went well though i'm glad you didn't you know like <laughs> this year sucked I, I hated every second of it i can't wait to get out of here yeah yeah there had there was definitely moments that did suck i don't i should probably say that too okay but, there were, there was some there was some some hard times yeah yeah but um overall i i'm grateful for the times i had this year did you contract COVID at all or, or did you were you able to 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 slip by it no, I don't think so. I mean, I'm I'm kind of convinced I had it like over Early, a year right? ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was like a bad, a terrible cold. Um, yeah. probably probably the flu if I yeah. got it tested. But maybe, yeah, I don't know. I didn't I didn't have it over the past um when like when I was at school. Um, I mean, I may have had it and be asymptomatic, but I probably would have gotten my housemates sick. But yeah. so I don't think I had it. Um, which is good. <laughs> I was gonna say I contracted it a uh, um a few weeks ago now and it was um it sucked and then you know it kind of recovered and even despite that I was like oh you know it's not a decent week you know that <laughs> didn't really impede me too much thankfully and then I kind of had the, and the reason I bring it up is because I kind of had the same experience of you of like I hope this isn't like coming off as ignorant or I, I kind of feel bad that I almost you know didn't go through more with it because you know so many people got it and passed away unfortunately um but you know it's it's. I don't think it's a bad thing to be happy for good things in life. So I'll take them as they come. Um, if I could track COVID again, though, I'm going to be upset. Um, <laughs> are, are you vaccinated, by the way, Nick? Did you get the uh, the Pfizer or the Moderna or the J&J or anything? Yeah, I got Pfizer right when um, I was eligible in Philly. Um, nice. It was pretty surreal to get that. But, yeah, yeah, I'm grateful for that. And that was a big contributing factor for me and my housemates just to – um, more normal things, um, yeah. more fun things. So that's that was also a contributing factor. Vaccinations, beautiful thing. Beautiful, Shout out beautiful thing. You're you're a fan of vaccinations. You're pro vax. Uh, yes, yes. Okay. J&J, baby. Yes, I am. Yeah, Alex. Alex decided to be the 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 cavalier knight rider of the of the trio here and and get J and J risk his life for no reason. But you know, you know that's that's all right. <laughs> yeah. Um, however uh, but, however i do yeah. also want to preface that so i'm prefacing a lot 
Uh-oh, I do, uh-oh. I do want to say that there that I understand the historical context of antitrust surrounding vaccines. However, I do think now is not the time and place to make arguments. Not the time to take a stand. No, no, not now. Okay, we'll save that for after we're out of this um, pandemic that you know killed like half a million people. After, then we can talk. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I, I completely agree. Um, but, yeah, let's let's dive into this episode, shall we? Um, like I said, it's not going to be too, too long because I don't want to I don't want to keep Alex and Nick up too long. They have a, a road trip to get on tomorrow to to, to sunny Philadelphia. It's not going to be sunny, but um, <laughs> let's 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 get into this. So the main topic at hand and we'll branch off in a few different directions. Um, we we got to come to a consensus on this and put this to bed once and for all. Um, whether or not J. Cole is overrated, underrated, where he ranks in the current uh, rap spear. Alex, I'm going to I'm going to give a little bit of backstory, if I will. I'm not sure, Nick, if you know about this conversation that Alex and I had yesterday, but we Alex and I talk every single Thursday we have for the past like 30 weeks, basically, about the podcast, what we're going to talk about on the episode. Right. Um, maybe even more than 30 weeks, actually. I think we're coming up on 40. the year, so it might be like 40. Yeah, it might be like 40. That's kind of crazy, honestly. Yeah, um, that's anyway. awesome, by the way. You've been doing this for, for – you're on a great streak. That's we're on awesome. a streak. That's yeah. like a yeah. great thing that you guys have done over the Thank past you. year. Thank you. We t- After taking two years off, we decided to come back with a year straight of episodes. It's uh, We like to do things sporadically, but um, thank you, though. I, it's it's been, lo- it's been a lot of fun. Um, I, I Initially starting out, I was like – Ah, we're gonna fizzle out again, kind of after a few episodes, but no, we got the, we got the 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 structure in place, and it, it just keeps going. Um, but yeah, so Alex and I talked yesterday on Thursday, and you know we're going through like you know music stuff, like what we want to talk about in the second half of the show, and if there's any like social justice or like you know general news stuff, and then Alex all of a sudden, I I I borderline want to say unprovoked launches into a a J Cole diatribe, the likes of which I haven't quite seen before. Um, you know, I, it's, it, 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 it had me completely speechless, almost I mean, like it ha- it does now. Out of character, for sure. Out, oh, for sure, for sure. <laughs> a complete character switch up, a complete 180. And he's, he's going in on how J. Cole is overrated, how his, uh, his most recent project was not as good as he thought it was. And, you know, all of a sudden he just started to question one of the guys that he, he used to, to name as a go. And I, I, I mean, I was flabbergasted. Uh, I, I just didn't really understand where that hate had come from. I was like, did Nick Kaprinsky all of a sudden take over your body? And now you have his take on J. Cole. It sounded eerily similar to what you said about J. Cole when you came on the podcast, um, you know, a few months ago now. Um, and so I said, you know, let's save this for the pod. Um, you know, I, I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to unleash on, on, on our regular just Thursday phone call. I was like, we'll save this discussion for the podcast. We'll get Nick involved since, um, you know, Nick also has had some suspect J Cole takes and, you know, we have a new album and we didn't get your opinions on it. Um, so, so here we are, the, the, the stage has been set for one of, I, I want to call this the defining J Cole conversation of the transition podcast. We're going to put it to bed once and for all everybody's opinion is going to be out there and we're going to let the chips fall as they may. Um, so I'm going to start off like this. If I, if I may, Nick, we didn't get your opinion on the off season. So let's start there. What what did you think of the off season? What did you think of the album? Um, the floor is completely yours. I'll shut up. I, I guess, first of all, I thought it was fine, but second of all, (laughs) 
No, I I think that I think that firstly, Alex needs to walk us through his uh his thought process on this unprecedented turn of events that is. Like, I agree. I, it seems pretty uh it, like sudden, like a, a very sudden change of mind, and I I guess for the off season I thought it was good. I thought it mm-hmm. was it was a it was a good album, um, and I I I think that for. Uh, uh, someone that thinks that he is a uh, great artist, it, it probably should have been better. But I don't mm. think he's a great artist. And uh, I oh, it, and I oh, I thought. Oh, oh, that was a complete switch up. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so if we're tiering, like what tier? Like, like if we're we're making tiers, like what tier? If Kendrick is is tier one. On? Yeah, if he's tier one. If Kendrick is tier one. Yeah. Which I don't even necessarily agree with that. Then Who's okay, well one? now yeah, not you're you're drunk now. Yeah. <laughs> who the hell is tier one? Fine, Kendrick is tier no, one. No, no, no. I want to know who. You no, are. Th- yeah, that's that's a big deal if you don't yeah. think Kendrick is tier, tier one. one. I mean, no, no, no. okay, fine. For 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 our purposes, Kendrick is tier no, one. No, no, no. But for your purposes. Yeah. Who is who is on your tier? I swear to God, if you say like Run the Jewels or somebody, I'm yeah, gonna hang up this call. Do you, know? <laughs> Do you not like Run the Jewels? Yeah, this is a rabbit they're, hole. They're tier one. This is this is a rabbit hole that we shouldn't. We're we're talking about J Cole. So okay, Ken, fine, Kendrick enough, Lamar, Kendrick Lamar, tier one. I would say, Kendrick or uh, J Cole is probably tier two. Wait, but who oh, else is tier one? Okay, that's that's not insulting middle, at all. Middle middle tier two. Yeah, who I else, would say who, so. Who else is tier one? Um, like, I want to know. I would. Yeah, say, I'm kind of curious. I, for okay, for oh, TV. Oh, also, let, let's 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 yep. preface this. This is currently in rap, not all time. We're not doing an all time tier one list. This is just like. Like okay. you know, right now we could do an all-time tier, yeah, but yeah, yeah. that's right that's gonna that's gonna take too long. <laughs> that would take too long. No, I honestly, yeah. Then I I think Kendrick is one of the the best rappers out there right now. Okay. Yeah, I'm not I'm not saying that he's no, never mind. I'm not saying he's a bad rapper. I would never say that. I think I, he's I tier one. Okay. Yes. We can, so we can settle that. Okay, we're okay. So that's been settled. And yep. you think J Cole is middle of tier two? So who else is on your tier two? Yeah, who's with him? Who's on the same boat? Like I'm kind of curious. I think I know who's comp- some of the people you're gonna say, but um, I guess maybe for tier two, maybe Joey Badass would be there too. That's fair. Joey's tier one. Um, Absol is there too. That's fair. Um, I. I you putting Freddie in there? Freddie's tier one. Uh, that's Freddy, that's interesting. Is, is mid-level tier one, I would say. Okay. Um. Just, I think he would be upper tier one. I think that give him a few years, he'll be upper tier one. Um, okay. I think that Baldy James is also tier one right now. Really? Okay. Um, yeah. the The run that he went on last year was like incredible. I think, um, and it doesn't necessarily get talked enough about. Um, I think JID is tier two. Um, Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So guys like that. I think okay, DiCaprio yeah. 2 was better than this album. Oh, DiCaprio oh, 2 we, was a hell of a lot better than this album. Yeah. Here, here we go. Here we I go. All right. Let's okay. So let's let's stop the let's stop the blasphemy right there if, no, if, if like, we may. Like objectively, I don't even think it was close. You don't think it was close? I mean, it was like close, but like if we're talking about a body of work. Like I think it was, it was better enough where it's not like we're talking like a photo finish. All right, this is another rabbit. Alex, explain explain your thoughts. Yeah, ex- explain your awakening that you had in the past like 
36 hours of, about J. Cole all of a sudden is not I a good artist. I think it was 36 hours. I think it was the past three years, right? I think. Oh, was, oh, you get, oh my God. No, I hate no, no, when you no, get no, in no, this no. bag. No, no, no. I, I had, hate when you do this. I have had time to think about this. Oh, God. Oh, go ahead. And getting, I don't know, like being able to marinate with all of these other projects that have came out, all of these other artists that have got released music. And it's just different because I used to listen to the people that I like and that was it, right? There was not a whole lot of kind of exploring outside of that genre. Like I know what I liked and I would just kind of do it and that was the best in my opinion. But I think once you really, especially like do a podcast like this too and it really forces you to listen to all kinds of different music and just different stuff and kind of branch out from what you're necessarily comfortable with it kind of opens you up to to just different sounds and it kind of I don't know it makes you just understand that just because somebody is is kind of positioned as the goat in this like I don't know it's almost like he's just like he's been crowned without having necessarily done the work to back that up let me like stop the, you right there, if I may. And this is what we got stuck on yesterday. I don't think people call J. Cole the GOAT as much as you think, in my opinion. In my opinion. From from the think? people I know, everyone I, I agree people will say J. Cole's an awesome artist and, you know, X, Y, and Z. I, I don't think people crown him as the GOAT, though. I still think they, they call Drake and Kendrick over him, by and large. I don't know. There's a lot of people with Cole in, like, their top five, like, ever. I mean... Well, I think think that's a little premature. I think his career should end first, but I I, I don't know. I don't know. I I I think um I think that's a pivotal piece of 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 you thinking he's overrated here. To me, well, I feel like J Cole is is correctly rated. Okay, I, I I don't think we've had a good enough explanation here. Like, what what at what point did you think that J Cole fell off? Or did you ever? Or did you not think he fell off at all? Do you think that he was always just mediocre? I never said mediocre, dude. That's putting words <laughs> in my mouth. I don't think he ever necessarily fell off. I think I gave him too much credit for the type of music that he was putting out. I think it's prob- I think it was on not on J Cole. It's on me. I think it's my fault. <laughs> You're not gonna blame J Cole. For no, this. no, 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 no. Like I think I was giving him too much credit for the content that he was putting out. I think other artists are putting out better, more progressive more interesting music that's just a little bit more edgy that is quite frankly better than what Cole has put out over the past five to ten years I mean I still really like For Your Eyes Only like that's my favorite (laughs) J. Cole album but like looking back at his discography versus other artists discography that are tier one and tier two at kind of in how you rate them I don't think there's really a gap there that says he's that much better than anybody else all right. Well, I, I. What it sounds like to me, <laughs> as I, as I'm reading between the lines here, yeah, what's in the I feel weeks? like what it is. I feel like it's and sim and we had we. I'm not sure if you listened to this episode, Nick, but we went on. We talked about the off season pretty critically. I would say, even me as a J Cole fan, I talked about it pretty critically. Of it let me down. I, it was a good album, but it did let me down based on what I had in mind. And I think I think Alex got his heart broken by this album a little bit. And it wasn't what he thought it would be. And as a result of that, you're kind of like, you know what? This J. Cole guy, I don't know. 
you're, like you're, you're I feel like I feel like that inserted the doubt into your mind where there was no doubt before your expectations and the delivery that he did put out I couldn't agree more because I think after KOD while there was flaws within that album I think from a trajectory yes. perspective and like from an artistic perspective you would think that the follow-up to that there was a chance that this thing could have been like special you, you got me there because I would say if you if you say KOD was like a step up this is a step back. 100 percent yeah I, I i think everyone i think that's like I, I don't think you can really argue that to be honest yeah like and uh, even kod like i don't think like it's not like a kendrick kind of step back too where he goes from to pimp a butterfly to damn i don't think kod was like that high of a level in the first place right where you can do a well, little bit of a step back i mean you said kod was like a nine out of ten that's pretty good yeah, no, I want to walk that take back, too. I oh, like Jesus. Okay, yeah. what do you want to walk it back to, sir? I mean, it's it's probably it's probably like an 8, 7, or an 8, like somewhere. You, you, whoa, whoa, wait, yeah. pause the video game. You said KOD is a 7 or an 8. Yeah. What do you what do you put Die Lit as? For what it is, 6. Oh. <laughs> 7. Oh my gosh. Okay, fine. Fair enough. What do you put Alfredo at? Nine. You put Alfredo at a nine. Eight and a half or nine, yeah. Wow. But KOD's a seven. I mean it's it's a it's a it's a good album, but is it like <laughs> I don't know, like going back and listening to this other stuff that just other artists have put out, it's just like it's good, but the pr- I don't know. It's just not like it doesn't blow me away at this point. What are your thoughts? I I think that I think that someone could going back to the off season. Yeah, yeah. I think that that someone could make the argument that the off season was J Cole's best album, because wow, that's it, tough. Because with the other albums, it there he tried to make them very um, sort of cohesive pieces, very. Um, yeah sort of like a like one like an album sort of you know, I, just like, I, I completely agree with you yeah um and i don't think it really worked i don't think he he mm. he sort of hit surface level topics and didn't really tie everything together very well i don't think with this one at least you can say he was rapping well and it was sort of a braggadocious like record like he was just mm-hmm. talking his his stuff and it was respectable and it was like it was good rapping it was good bars good beats a lot of bangers and i think that that that's a very like people someone could sort of make that's the best Good. that's the best yeah. piece of that's the best project he's had well you've had that beef with uh kod for a long time i remember talking about that album at kimmy's when it came out i gave you a phone call and you said the exact same thing right you said he touches on surface level topics but it's not like kendrick it's very just like it's like ripple effect at the top of the pond basically there's no kind of like iceberg below there's no really kind of like depth i guess underneath of kind of just what's on the very like tippy top of the water yeah yeah but (laughs) yeah exactly but i don't i don't know like we, we have to keep this in context here that like reasonably with what's been put out already you can make a really strong argument that kendrick is like the best rapper of all time and you're comparing him to that i'm not saying he's that (laughs) <laughs> I'm not like, saying he's on that tier yet. And like I think talk- I've been what were oh, you going to say? Want to but like we talked about yesterday too, like even like 
like ma- like the bandana project with Freddie and Madlib. Like I you see that's that that's where I'm that's where we above, like what that's where we get into to 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 dispute there because when if you're saying Kendrick is is far and away better than him. I don't have evidence to prove otherwise. I feel like J. Cole can reach that tier, but he hasn't necessarily shown it to me. So fine. But when you start saying like, okay, Freddie Gibbs is like significantly better than him or like Baldy James is significantly better than him. Like, I think they're in the same swimming pool at least. Yeah. I mean, I, same swimming listen, pool. Yeah, yes. But... I, 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 I still, but J. Cole's believe... drowning is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's in the deep end with no floaties, right? Wow. <laughs> It's like J. Cole has already sort of hit a like a plateau. Like he has he's mm. not ascending anymore. That, Freddie I mean, Gibbs yeah. and Baldy James, like like for, if you want to use those examples, they're still going up. J. Cole has sort of like hit a hit a plateau in his career. I think that's I mean, what we said. This too, is though, the first right? this is the first like evidence of that. Like I don't think I would say, well, hmm, it's it's tough. Because you could say, I mean, some people want to say that um, the warm up is his best thing ever. I won't, I won't, I won't go that far, but I, I think it is one of the better ones. Um, I think Born Sinner is kind of slept on, to be honest. Um, I, I think that's maybe, maybe two. Um, but let let's we'll get to ranking another day. But um, I still think KOD ranks, in my opinion, as his best project. But then after that, he took the step back now with the offseason. I feel like for him to say, for to, to definitively say that he's plateaued, I feel like we need to see what this next album is going to be. Because if he comes out with something that's greater than anything he's put out beforehand, then it's like this discussion is moot, I feel like. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I I guess you're a, you're a Jake. Well, I guess at the end of the day, you're a J. Cole fan. And I am not. I'm a J. Cole fan. I, I admit yeah. that. I'm not a stan, but Which I'm a fan. It's not a bad thing. It's not. I don't think J. Cole is a bad artist. I don't. No. You just don't think he's a good one. No. I just don't think he's a great one. I don't think he's one of like one of the greats. When you say one of the greats of all time or right now, um, of all time and right now. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I just. I, I I don't I don't know I don't I don't see it I'm not sure what the disconnect is here I I, I feel like he just makes really good music I don't know I'm not he sure does. like he makes good music really good though ah. <laughs> <laughs> see, I, I'm with you I'm with you he makes really good music I just no don't, don't try to come back in here no, you're no, with no, Nick I, I don't you're know with Nick if, I don't know if he makes like I don't think he makes like great necessarily music though it's really good like there's nothing wrong with the music that he makes but I think when when we're talking about him in the tears that he does get talked about, there needs to be some serious criticism as to like what he's putting out. And I mean, look through the lens. True. I, if all right to 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 combat that, especially the point of what we're saying, because if we're using Kendrick as the sounding bar, because it's, it's I, like I said, I think he's kind of number one right now, so it's kind of easy to use him as a comparison tool. I feel like Kendrick, what he does better, and and Nick kind of alluded to this, is that. He dives into a topic at a level. I mean, he gets like biblical with it, you know. Like he goes, he goes really, really deep um, to to discuss a topic and to to bring something up. And and it's it's layers to it. It's an onion. Um, you know, you can go back and listen to Good Kid, Matsy today, and probably listen to and hear something that's like, oh wait a minute, I didn't catch that for the past like decade. Um, and that's that's really valuable. Um, but I think I don't think you're ever going to beat Kendrick at that per se. I think he's done it as good as it really can be done. Um, and anything 
that is going to come after that is, is only going to equal it. I don't think you're really going to surpass it. But I think J. Cole differentiates himself where he doesn't necessarily go into the same depth of a topic, but I think he is able to bring topics He's able to bring topics to a level of understanding to people who maybe aren't going as deep as a Kendrick fan might. Like, you know, he he might give it to you on the surface level, quote unquote, but I think he still presents interesting ideas and interesting topics in a way that can be understood by a wider range of people than someone like Kendrick. I want to cut you off there because that is exactly what I said to you on the phone call at Kimmy's. Well, when we talked about this album, right? I said, there's there's like mastery to taking complex issues and simplifying them. And you had quite the uh, quite the response. If I quite remember. the response. And I don't know if you still kind of like I don't remember disagree what I said, with, but... that, uh, with that kind of idea that there is in some way some sort of artistry to taking more complex ideas and kind of disseminating them to the masses in a way that they're easily consumable. Well, I, there is an art to doing that. And that's great, but I think... <laughs> and, that and that's all good, but... <laughs> <laughs> An example with J. Cole on KOD might be... This really pissed me off. Mm. Like, he... on I forget what the song was. Um, I was going to say, if you want to pull it up, Alan. But he, he listed... He made this great song, and he listed all of these, like, terrible systemic issues that um, are, like, incredibly pervasive in America having to do with neighborhoods, drugs, um, addiction, and things like that. Uh, I think I know what you're talking about. And then at the end of the song, he says, oh, all you got to do is meditate to get to get rid of all that. Mm. It was like, that was like a metaphor for J. Cole's career? lyrical career. It's like he'll get <laughs> it, the, he'll get it like a, a very, he'll get at it. Like he'll say what he's trying to say. And then like mm. he'll hit a, a, like a, a ceiling. He'll just, mm. and he'll just, fall and then like he just doesn't get it he doesn't get fall off well i guess here's my question to you right so i guess that's the same issue with like snow on the bluff too like we get Mm. to these points where he's talking about these just like very serious issues and he's like eh, you know i can't really find an answer there's not really there's not really a solution here i'm not smart enough to find an answer i'm just this dude that's right so so this is this is the question then would you rather because kendrick has done this where he presents the issue then he also states his his solution to the issue one thing that comes to mind is um Oh, God, what did he? I can't remember the name of the song, but he was kind of talking about how um, his words, not mine. Um, He was kind of talking about how women somewhat kind of hide behind makeup and rely on that a little bit too much. And he would rather like to see something more natural, something more real. I I can't remember the name of the song, but that's I I know that for a fact. What would you say? Is it a Cole song? No, no, no. This is a Kendrick song. Humble. and he made that state. He he put his own opinion out there. Basically, he didn't just identify the topic. He also said, "I'd prefer X, Y, and Z." You know, he he kind of went that extra step. And the question I think is, would you rather have someone who, through their music, not necessarily completely, uh, through their music, kind of tries to justify their point of view and and show you why that is um, a viable solution, or do you want to have the person who will tell you it and kind of let you make your own opinion and draw your own conclusions? Because when I think of meditate, I think it's meditate on the issue, not necessarily just meditate and it's going to go away. Huh. That was good. <laughs> yeah, that was a good argument. That I do think good. that, I, however, I do think that um, when you sort of market yourself as the, um, the smart guy in the room, 
Does it's he not though? A, it's not a. It's he not. He, it's you not. remember Snow on the Bluff though. I don't think he is the smart guy. He does. In the room. He is Mark. Yeah. <laughs> he does. <laughs> He's his whole career is based off of being a sort of. I hate. I mentioned this on the other episode. But I'm gonna say mm-hmm. it. I don't like conscious rapper. But there I, it is. <laughs> I'm gonna say it again. I don't know. When, once I figure out a better term, I'll use it. Wait, um, wait, can I pause you real quick though? But I can just ask a question. Like when you say his whole career, like until kind of like. Until uh, For Your Eyes Only, like, I, I guess kind of, but the warm-up, sideline story, like, I don't think those Born were conscious Center, albums. Yeah, Born 2014. Center. Like, those weren't, like, conscious he, projects. And a good example would be this, uh, which, mm. which is the point I'm trying to make. Remember when he, like, had an interview with um, with uh, Lil Pump? Yes. Oh, and, yep. yeah, and he, yeah. he legitimately, like, physically, like, contrasted himself as the the older wise man with the young uh idiot and yeah. he is Word. sort of positioning himself as the guy that knows stuff now yeah and it's not it's not a, a viable excuse to then say i don't read a lot so i don't know the answers to these things and i'm going to play the that card I don't think that's fair. I don't know. To me, it almost I, feels like a bailout too, Dimitri. And you can kind of correct me. If I'm, I think it's. I think it's easy bailout, to like say, that. like you think of the own. I, I feel like it's just easy to do that, right? Like it's easy to say, you know, what you meditate on these issues and figure it out yourself. I feel like there's a different level of uh, skill and craftsmanship that's involved in actually like thinking through the ideas yourself and trying to come up with a solution to these. Just like very serious societal problems i feel like cole kind of like you said he gets there and then he's like he gets you there. do the rest of the work which i mean it's a strategy but i don't know if you're like <laughs> if it's like the you, strategy <laughs> yeah and i don't know if you have anything to add on that but um when j cole released uh oh he has ammunition <laughs> uh no this is just kind of funny like oh, a, okay. a, a bookstore tweeted something like oh you sent me that yeah we're gonna play. We're gonna play the off season all day. And then someone responded to it saying, "Like, why are you playing the music of the oppressor?" Something like of that. the oppressor. Whoa! <laughs> Remember when he said he said because he doesn't read. He said I don't read books. Yeah. Um, wow. Okay. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't like that one. That that one fell flat. I thought it was funny. <laughs> no. Uh, now that I get, it, I see what you're coming from. But I mean, and and this is kind of goes into my my point is that I don't think it's. You know, I think when he in Snow on the Bluffs case, at least, I, I don't doubt that J. Cole has read a book, right? Like, I don't doubt that he's actually done a little bit of research into the things he's talking about. But I think he's saying he's not book smart, traditional book smart. I think he's more street smart, honestly. And I think that being his area of expertise, he kind of sticks to that. I don't think he wants to be this self-righteous person of like, you know, this is what we need to do, guys. This is how we need to organize. He's like, truthfully, I'm not at that level. You know, I'm not a community organizer. I'm not a politician. I'm a rapper. You know, that's what I am. Um, and I, I kind of respect that to a, to a certain degree. Um, you know, I think there's a level. Listen, you don't want to turn to Kanye, first of all. Right. You don't want to get to like too self-righteous and like, you know, self-absorbed that you're like, OK, don't worry, guys. I am the Messiah. But at the same time, you also don't want to do nothing. And um, I don't think J. Cole's maybe in the best spot of that you know of 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 of, um that kind of landscape um and that scale but i i i don't think he's completely like you know fuck you guys figure it out you know what i mean like i don't know i don't know that's that's my opinion though 
Yeah. Maybe it's the fans' fault then, right? I don't think it's J. Cole's fault. Like, you can't put this on J. Cole. Well, well um, me and Alex, I think, had a discussion about that, actually. Um, sorry, go ahead, Nick. Yeah, I mean, I like you were saying, like, I you can't put these things on artists like that, right? Like, you have to – there's a bunch of context that come along with the art that they produce, and it's not fair to hold J. Cole to a, a standard that he – doesn't necessarily align with or identify with so that's all i had to say and that's what he was trying to get off on uh snow on the bluff though right? I, I think i think that was the point um it you know what it reminds me of i'm not sure if you guys um if you guys remember this remember charles barkley's commercial this is one of the big things in his career of that i am not a role model that whole thing of like yeah. like i'm a basketball player you know like i'm not a doctor i'm not like a firefighter i I'm not necessarily someone who you should look up to as like the model citizen. I'm a basketball player. And, you know, I, I take the things that come with that. I kind of feel like J. Cole's in the same kind of sphere as a Charles Barkley almost. Not necessarily in how like, you know, polarizing and stuff um, Charles Barkley is. But the fact that I, I, I think he's content with um, being what he is and nothing more than that, um, which, you know, you can kind of say it's to his death. Like the dude's over there in Rwanda playing basketball right now. Like, you know, he's kind of just he's he's kind of just doing his own thing. Um, and I think, you know, I think there's two sides of the coin. I, I admit this, that it does kind of um, burn him in a way of that. Like, OK, well, you know, if, you, if you're not willing to kind of take this step or take that next step, then don't even talk about these issues. Right. Stick to the stick to the streets, stick to your past experiences. Um, if you're not willing to really put your toe in the deep end or dive into the deep end of this stuff, like don't don't even touch on it. Um, I think that's I think that's a fair argument. Um, and uh, I, I don't know, I, I guess it's just in the eye of the beholder at the end of the day. However, I refuse to let Alex off the hook for for all of a sudden turning t turning uh, becoming a turncoat, basically, <laughs> if we want to throw this back to like Civil War days um, on on the J. Cole, the, the J. Cole, um, I won't say bandwagon, but fan club that I and him were a part of for so long. I, I I don't understand how you had this awakening in the past forty eight hours. I refuse to say it's been happening for the past three years. It's the album, man. It it's I, literally <laughs> it is the album. Like if you're, it's three years of waiting and hoping for something That's that fair. was better than than KOD, Mid. right? Because like I said, I thought that I still think that For Your Eyes Only is like my favorite album. So from you my have perspective, kept that energy, yes, yeah. So from my perspective, he's been plateaued. He's been he stepped back. 20, fair enough. 20 what 16 14? something like that whenever the hell that came out so it's Wait, been 16 like, 16 i'm sorry yeah so it's been like one of those just stretches where it's been chaotic felt like there was if he was able to put another couple pieces together after kind of listening to that album for two or three or however many years after that came out if you were able to kind of put some more pieces together on that you could truly make something like very very special and it just didn't happen, right? He decided to go a different direction, which is fine, but it's just from from an artist of his caliber, you almost expect something better, and I didn't get it, and now it's going to be like, when's the, like, I, until Fair. I can kind of be proven otherwise, it's like you were kind of left in this limbo position, you know, right? When, when I take it from the four-year-eyes-only perspective of that being his peak, then yeah, I can understand because I mean other great artists don't necessarily have that. Kanye had, you know, five projects in a row that were certified classics, Spring, right? There's yeah. there's no like disputing that. Um, Kendrick has not dropped a bad Ever. anything. 
<laughs> really, <Single laughs> to be honest. I mean, yeah, I was going to say, I mean, from overly dedicated Section 80 all the way up to damn, it's been, I guess that's five, five in a row. Like, just all, all, I mean, you can put them in whatever order you want, but they're all amazing. Um, J. Cole has had a rockier road. I will admit that. Um, but I still think if he has two in the chamber, pause, if he has two in the chamber and he, this next one is what I hope it will be of, of, and, and Alex and I talked about this, of the off season is kind of him, you know, getting ready and, and these last two are going to be kind of his magnum opuses, if, if I could say that. Um, and these two kind of land where I think they're going to land in that damn kind of arena. I don't think it's going to touch Good Kid, Mad City. He, I don't. I'm not sure if he has that in him. Quite honestly, I don't think it's in the bones. Right? I don't think it's in the bones. That's something you're born with. But I think he can touch damn. I think he can touch, um, you know, a Section 80 ish kind of project. Um, and I think if he's able to touch that on the next two, that's that's pretty darn respectable. I think. See, I think we're on the. I, I think this is a long, like a long winded way of saying we're on the same page, right? I feel like I feel like I'm. I a think we're bit, a part of the same book, but not on the same page. I'll say that. I think that. so. You were definitely. I think maybe even same chapter, right? Maybe, if, maybe. He has to deliver. Same half. Same yeah, half. I'll give you same half. half. I think. I think we're both in agreement, though. The the next <laughs> two kind of have to deliver. But. I agree. If he if this one is if we get another off season, he's. I'm I'm sorry, J. Cole, but I can only defend you so much, and I'm I'm gonna have to put you to like low two tier, (laughs) basically, and you're gonna be swimming with logic. Yeah. (laughs) Under pressure too. Yeah, I don't know. Did you listen to that, by the way? Yeah. Did you catch Under Pressure too? No. The Logic Project with no ID. No, I didn't listen to it. I heard it was good though. Was it good? Yeah, Mm -hmm. I give I give it a listen at least. It's his best project. Okay. Cool. That's not saying much, but. I was gonna say low bar, right? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say low I've, bar. I, his best project is is still not touching most other projects that you probably like, but you yeah. know it's worth listening to just to check it out. <laughs> so I guess here's my one last general question yeah. for you: like, if we put like Rick Ross's discography against mm. J Cole's discography, like where how would you how would you rate them? Uh, J Cole probably has better albums. I mean, Rick Ross doesn't make very good albums. He has like great songs. Oh, I, oh. I, that's that's something right there. <laughs> you don't think he? I I think he like has great like. Songs. No, I'm in agreement with Teflon you here, Nick. Don? I'm on your side. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Teflon I, Don. I don't know. I've just never, <laughs> I've never listened to a Rick Ross like album and been like sort of like Moved. blown blown away. Yeah. Which I don't think that's his purpose. Like he just makes great Ex- like, you know, he he makes great songs. Really good songs. Yeah. So like if we're putting and, them on, oh sorry. And Rick Ross might be like one of the greatest feature artists ever mm-hmm. so you that's, know, he that's has where that. you got me he has that so i mean like, overall if i had to give it to uh sorry i'm just gonna answer the question as well since you yeah, put no, it no, out no, there no, I, was, no. I, was, I was gonna you, say the same thing right i was gonna pass the ball to you thank you um uh thank you for the pass i'll see if i can hit from the three-point line but um <laughs> I, th- I think if you had to say now i might have to give it to rick ross to be honest that's what i'm saying right? almost on a volume perspective of like teflon don mastermind um oh god the one that had santorina grease on it oh yeah oh yeah you know what i'm talking about yeah maybe those are three projects that you can kind of say are on the tier of off season and it's like you know and he's created a ton of projects that are maybe you know the tier below that and then he's done a ton of features and then he's kind of built 
you know, a whole collective similar to how J. Cole's built, built Dreamville and all that. Um, the only thing he doesn't do is production. And it's like, you know, he's been around for longer than J. Cole. So and still going at a decent clip. So I, if you have to give it to an overall discography, I think I'll have to give it to Rick Ross. I think J. Cole's reached higher highs. But I think J. I think Rick Ross has been a very on a pretty constant, like just even, <laughs> even, uh, even, even journey. So yeah, I I give it to Rick Ross discography wise. I don't know if Cole's made a better album than Teflon Don. That's I mean Teflon Don is really good. It's just that I'm not in the same mind frame for when that like that came out like what oh, a decade ago. Uh, 11 years ago. Yeah. There it is um and i don't know i'm not sure like I, i'm not sure if my if, if maybe if my ear in 2010 might have resonated that might have resonated more with me right. but now you know 10 years removed i'm kind of like ah you know yeah it's still a good album though i will say yeah. it has um it still has aged decently um all right so to to end this one off um well one actually nick if um if if you want to kind of tell us what you've been listening to any new artists that you want to shout out i've listened to red veil vale, um he's mid <laughs> uh, okay. I'm, I'm sorry to say i I've, I've been waiting to report that to you i've also listened to baldy james um he's awesome good good okay so you price, of tea, in china. price of tea in china yeah stamp of approval for A1. sure okay. speed demon freestyle fire <laughs> <laughs> there you go i so you didn't like redville that much what, what was wrong with him I I I did like him. I I was I I don't know. I'm not gonna lie. The way you were talking about him, I went in with very high expectations, and I oh. kind of was like, okay, this guy's still like in progress. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, like, yeah. You know, he's I, very I still, much so like on the rise. Like he's still yeah, kind of developing. It's someone to keep an eye on though, for sure. Um, yeah. He had um, um. I think that one song. I think, and this is probably his most popular one. Like, um. Kind of, he had that looping sample in the background. Soul food. Uh, no feeling, no way. Yeah, that that one. I'm not sure if you know how it goes. Um, I can look it up real quick. But I would say that's kind of his the the song that I kind of listened to. I was like, oh wow, if he could kind of like create something on this kind of tier, okay. you know, over time. I'm like, this guy wait. could be like awesome. Yeah. It might. I think it was. I think it was. Yeah. 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 That's a great song. Yes, it wow. is. Yeah. Wait. It's it's the most popular one on Spotify with like 2.9 million. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was fire. Um, I've been listening to. I don't know. I, I've been listening to a lot of Freddie Gibbs recently. Big boss. Same, um, actually. Which he's had, you know, such a great past two years. Quite a run. Yeah. Um, he, last two years he's been killing it. Yeah, for sure. Um, I've also. I've started to listen. I mean, now that we're in summer or getting to summer, I've been listening to um, Burn a Boy. Burn a oh, okay. Boy. <laughs> um boy is great i think he's he's like really really talented um kind of summer summer very summer songs um mm-hmm. which i appreciate now freaking giant right yeah 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 um and give on i've been listening to give on a decent amount i think that's how you say his name yeah, I, yeah. okay i believe so i was gonna say i was just talking to someone about these same two artists yesterday and i was like they're both like really good <laughs> uh, th- those same two yeah like oh, literally wow. uh give on and burner boy and i was saying like man i need to sit there because they were kind of pitching them to me and i was like you're right like i need to listen to more of their music you you, you got me yeah um, they're great they're like really melodic and just great artists shout mm-hmm. out to them they're gonna they're they'll i mean burner boy's already Burn like boy's huge big, yeah. um like globally um but mm-hmm. give on probably well, he'll get there he'll get there yeah 
over time. Um, I'm trying to think if I have anything else that I wanted to cover. I, I mean, I, I think that was pretty much it. That We got the J. Cole kind of elephant out of the room. Real quick, Nick, actually, because this has been a running topic on a fast few of our, our shows. What do you think of Griselda? Are you a Griselda guy? Um, fan? Uh, not a fan? Yeah, I really like Griselda. Um, okay. I like... I think Benny the Butcher is probably my favorite one on there. We're in agreement. Yeah. Um, and then West Side Gun, I think is is awesome. He's really he's like he's got such a unique voice. It's mm-hmm. like you you he, you know him right when he <laughs> right out of the gate. Um, yeah. And agreed. And he does this like like he sings and it's like really off tune, but like at somehow it's good. I I don't know mm-hmm. how he does that either, which is really really cool. Um. But yeah, I, I love Griselda. I hopefully they release another one of those joint albums again soon, because um, I like that one too a lot. Yeah, the, the reason I bring it up because Benny's album dropped recently, I believe, in the past like week or so. Um, I mean, like Alex and I always joke, they drop an album every like three months. <laughs> like these guys just make music. That's about it. Um, and we were kind of saying like, yeah, we actually haven't reviewed it, and Alex has has put his foot down that he's like, I'm not gonna listen to another Griselda project because it's just going to be the same thing (laughs) um and i'm like you know i can't necessarily disagree with you because i like their style but i i also kind of you know see that it's kind of it's kind of getting to that point you know where it's like all right like which are you guys just going to stay in this lane or are you going to try and differentiate and like take it to the next level and i think i i think they're going to stay in that same lane to be honest i think they're they're kind of comfortable where they're at they're like 39 you know and they're they're (laughs) like all right this is who we are we we do our rap and we we wear baggy baggy clothes and big chains. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. I like their lane. Um, and fair enough. Yeah, I'm fine if they stay there. It's like it's like very like you got to be in the right mindset mm-hmm. and mood to listen to their music. Like it's winter. It's like winter music. Mm-hmm. Put the um, Tims on. Middle the of beanie. February. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> walking through say. Buffalo. Walking walking through Buffalo with with. 10, 10 below zero freezing yeah. and you just got the the conway on and the the west side gun and the benny the butcher i yeah, like strap it strap on your side black air forces it's oh absolutely kind of gotta have the gun on you at all times <laughs> if you're walking through buffalo um i'm not sure if you caught it nick but um that 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 one song that conway had as a feature um with uh jid ballads have I you, heard you that, listened yeah. to that yeah, what do you think of conway's verse on that i thought it was was, was pretty good i remember it being pretty good yeah um i had like a kind of a heavy sample in it right like Weird mm-hmm. sample, yeah. okay yeah i, I remember it was really odd I, I have no idea what that sample was, was yeah good, though. that was mm-hmm. the same week that um uh the song the jid and denzel curry came out like yes bruh. the two piece yes. yeah it was great i like bruh better than that ballad but like it was it was good though that was two great songs that released in one week i think yeah i was gonna say um denzel curry is actually another artist we can kind of maybe on, on another episode kind of touch on he's kind of in in an interesting place right now that he came out with like arguably one of the better projects of the past five years um with um imperial taboo taboo um which is what i was thinking because that's what we reviewed on the podcast i think you know messaging behind that is incredible um and it was kind of went very under the radar and I haven't really heard of him kind of since. I mean, he came out with um that that thing the other day, and I was like, okay, this is cool. But it's like almost like the same thing we're saying with J. Cole, where it's like you come out with something that's like, oh, like okay, like that's kind of like up here, you know? It's it's really good music. And then from there on, he he hasn't really done much to to kind of um solidify himself. But 
I'm not sure. Do you have any any opinions on him? And we'll make this the last topic, and then we'll get out of here. Uh, Denzel is actually one of my favorite rappers. Um, and yeah, I think Taboo was definitely like peak. Um, he released Zoo, an album called Zoo, um, a little bit after that, uh, which is sort of like his nod to to Florida. Um, like really just Miami. basically made it about Miami. Um, which was good for for like what he was doing. Um, but he wasn't necessarily trying to make something like taboo there. Um, and then the project he had with Kenny beats, I liked. Um, and then like, he came out with like a, like another one with, it was like the same album with Kenny beats 2.5, right. Or whatever. Um, which was like fine, but it's like remixes. It was like remixes. I didn't think it was going to be remixes. Uh, they should have made that, <laughs> they should have made that more clear. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think he's awesome. Uh, he's 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 really great. He makes especially his production. Or he has, mm-hmm. he hasn't produced, but the people that produce for yeah. him um, yeah. are you know really experimental and and weird and, and great. So I I like that about him. All right, fair enough. Alex, anything you want to say before we we skedaddle, or do you think? Uh... I really got nothing. Like, go listen to a Wale album. Like, do yourself a favor and kind of proceed with uh, life and have a, have a great Memorial Day. I agree with the have a great Memorial Day part. I don't agree with any of the other words that were said. Quick, before we go, last thing, Nick. How do you feel about Wale in a word? <laughs> Be careful. <laughs> um, Maryland. <laughs> you see, fair, enough. fair enough fair enough that has been the transition episode 60 alex nick thank you for 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 joining us on the one mic that is that's 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 legitimate right there that's dedication make sure to follow us on the transition underscore pod as usual you can catch me arguing with nick in the comments um possibly on a random thursday evening uh, but thank you guys for listening as always and we'll catch you in the next one peace